When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is the Rich Eisen Show with guest host Tom Pelissero. I should have known that by saying... When's the last time we talked about Marcus Mariota that something bad would happen last night? Does that qualify as irony? Hey, when do you ever hear Marcus Mariota's name? Well, here it is. Like a fall down, rolling over interception? (laughs) That was... That was unique. Uh, I'll say that. I saw you said after the game, you know, I was, I was trying to make something happen in my career. That's when I've gotten in trouble. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. So stick, stick what, what do the Falcons around. do here? It's going to be fascinating to see how Arthur Smith approaches this. He's been steadfast to Marcus Mariota is the guy. He also was on staff in Tennessee when they benched Marcus Mariota. At, I want to say right about this time of season, might have been a little bit earlier, and went to Ryan Tannehill. Mm-hmm. Uh, several years ago. You had Desmond Ritter on the bench. He was regarded by a lot of people in the pre-draft process as being the most ready in terms of the makeup and the character and the leadership and all those types of things. The question was just, is he accurate enough? Can he throw the ball accurately enough uh, at the NFL level? You'd think the Falcons have a pretty good feel on that, for better or worse, with Desmond Ritter. And so we'll see how they approach things. Somebody pointed out to me, uh, Arthur Blank was at the game last night, which is normal. He, He is at basically every Falcons game. Arthur Blank also was in South Bend for the game where Desmond Ritter beat Notre Dame last year. That was part of their pre-draft evaluation. The owner actually went and watched him. So the fact that they drafted that guy, albeit later than a lot of people thought uh, Desmond Ritter was going to go, sliding into the third round. Don't don't overlook that because you know the owner was on board with that that selection here. Mm. And some of the Falcons who, remember, it's only a half game out, could be back tied for first place in the NFC South if the Bucks lose to the Seahawks on Sunday. Uh, we'll see how they decide to proceed going forward. We've got some other injury updates, by the way. Some of these we mentioned in the last hour. T.J. Watt says he will play Sunday against the Saints, does not anticipate being on a snap count. A huge lift for the Steelers nine weeks, I believe, after he got hurt. It was a week one injury. Uh, The initial walking off the field, I tore my pec. Did injure his pec. Not a full tear. Able to come back. And amazingly back here at uh, midseason. Shaquille Leonard out again against the Raiders. So Jeff Saturday, much like Frank Reich before him, will have to go on the road and try to get a win in Las Vegas without his best player on defense. Josh Allen, this could be all part of the ruse. I, I give John McDermott credit. If this is just part of the bit, uh, Josh Allen was not on the practice field at the start of practice when reporters were out there, but then the way they set it up in Buffalo, a lot of times you get to walk through the field house to the post-practice presser. Josh Allen jogging off the field with the jersey on. They have less than two hours to file a final injury report. So as we go hour by hour with Sean McDermott, the hours 
are wearing thin, and we shall soon know. Handicap it. Is it out, doubtful, questionable? <sighs> the first time, the first game, if a player misses it, a lot of times it's questionable. They could go doubtful. I don't think they'll, they'll go out. Would surprise me. But you don't know. There's only three options, and I just covered all my bases there. <laughs> so, like, maybe 50-30-20 or 50-40-10? Like I said, a lot of times. 60-40-0? I'd say 50-50 that he's questionable or not. Okay. And everything else is somewhere in those other categories. But, again, when a player misses the first game, a lot of times that's when you get the questionable designation. Uh, and then you can call it 50-50. That's what the league wants to see is that you got some guys who are questionable or in, some are out. We'll see how they decide to handle it. Also, Kyler Murray, game-time decision for the Cardinals against the Rams. He's got that hamstring injury that he talked about on hard knocks. Did not look particularly comfortable. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury says they'll take it up to kickoff. And then Jahan Dotson, the commander's rookie receiver who we have not seen in a while here as the commanders have been. They've had some good moments on offense with Taylor Heineke. Terry McLaurin has finally gotten himself uh, going here. But Dotson was pretty good when he was on the field. Uh, A good sign for him. We'll see. I'm... Again, guessing he's listed as questionable. We'll see how they decide to handle it, but full participation today, uh, that is a very good sign. Uh, We're joined right now on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line by a guy I was awfully fond of during the course of his uh, NFL career. Played a long time in Detroit and Seattle. He won a Super Bowl with the Seahawks. Uh, Pleased to be joined right now by... Old friend Cliff Averill. Cliff, uh, first off, wh- where are you at these days, and uh, what are you up to? I am still here in Seattle, man. Um, you know, do uh, I, got, I got a real estate company that I've been kind of um, building out since since I was playing, actually. And um, also, you know, do a lot of stuff with the Seahawks uh, as well from a mentoring for uh, from a mentoring side of things, and and just being involved in the community. Whatever you're doing mentoring-wise over there for the Seahawks, if you're doing anything in the building, uh, it seems to be working. That uh, I know a lot of people were surprised about how the Seahawks are playing. I came away from camp going, you know, they're young, but this kind of feels like that, you know, early 2010s team where it was, you know, young guys, the competitiveness and everything. But, I mean, I think they've exceeded basically anybody's reasonable expectations here. Oh, no doubt. You know, it's funny because um, this summer I, I came, I went to one of the OTAs, and uh, Coach Carroll had me break the guys down at the end of practice or whatever, and, and that's the first thing I said was like, hey, guys, don't not one person in this country, in this league right now, believes you guys are going to have success. But if everyone in this locker room believes it, hey, the sky's the limit. And I, I can't say they took it to heart or anything like that because when I was playing, I probably wasn't, I wouldn't have been listening. But <laughs> overall, though, like, they believe in each other. They believe in themselves. They, you know, and and that resonates with me when I was with the Seahawks. Like that was what made us so great. Was we believed in one another. We understood we needed one another to to have success. And and to see these guys do what they've been doing, man, it's, it's pretty impressive. Even setting aside, um, you know, what you lose in terms of on the field with Russell Wilson or a Bobby Wagner. There's also something to the idea, in in my mind, and just talking to people, you've been in locker rooms a lot more than I have in a different role, but it does seem like there's something to be said for the leadership void. And when you've got players like that who have been there forever, young guys may not ascend into those roles. They may not be able to take those leadership spots. How much of that dynamic is real in terms of whether it's a, a DK Metcalf or somebody else who suddenly is thrust into that role and seems to be doing it well? Oh, well, I feel like even you bring up DK. 
Tyler Lockett's no 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 spring chicken. Right. You know, he, yeah. you know, he's playing like it, right? And Tyler learned from Doug Baldwin, you know. So, um, you know, I, I think it, it kind of just uh, comes from the older players that have been around some of the, the, the veteran guys. You know, a lot of us still come around, uh, whether it's myself, K.J. Wright, Sherm, all of us, you know, Cam Chancellor, all of us still come around and just try to drop, drop gems from time to time on on um, on the guys. And what's, what's so funny, because we, we'll go to dinner with some of the guys as well, and you start talking to these guys, and they're like, man, when I was in high school, you guys were, were amazing. I'm like, high school? I'm like, what, what the heck are you talking about? You know? So, so they, when, you say, when, you speak, when, when you speak, they definitely listen. And I think all that plays a role in, in just the mentality of what it looks like to, to have success. But those guys are, are stepping up. They have the right leaders in place. When you talk about DK, Tyler, heck, Gino, um, you know, being a 10-year vet. You know, once, once you start playing well, you know, it's easy to fall in line and, 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 and follow the guys that are having success. It is funny that you, you know, you talk about telling the players nobody in this country believes in you. That was that was a big part of your program when you guys, you know, made your Super Bowl run. I mean, I remember mm-hmm. Doug Baldwin, you talk about him. Doug mm-hmm. murdered me worse than anybody ever about <laughs> something I wrote. And you might even remember this. I wrote something about the Seahawks wide receivers. And he ended up going on this rant. I wasn't even at the game. And all of a sudden I start seeing the quotes responding to me. And, you know, to Doug's credit, he's a great guy. He is a salty dude. But he's a great guy. We became friends, you know, over the years there. But, man, it was very much like us against the world. Doug came off, I want to say, after the SC Championship game and screamed at the media. Was yelling at us in that little part where you, before we can get onto the field or into the locker room. He's yelling at us. Like, that's... That was what it was all about, and I heard that back in the spring that like this Seahawks team kind of has that that same vibe, that dog eat dog to them. You know, it, it's 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 funny because um, you know if you look at their rookie class right now, all those guys playing a huge role in the success, and and they all have a tip on their shoulders. If you look at you know when we were having our success, Doug Baldwin being undrafted, Richard Sherman being a fifth round draft pick, Cam, you know the list is long. Myself, you know going from being franchised to the team not wanting you, Michael Vince, like everybody had a chip on their shoulder, and and that's what allowed us to to, to have so much success. And I, I truly believe these guys, Geno, for example, has a chip on his shoulder to show that he deserves to be a, a, a starting quarterback in the NFL, but not only starting like one of the top quarterbacks this season so far, right? So, like, these guys are playing with that chip. And then you got you got to give hats off to, to Coach Carroll and, and John Snyder and them just being able to to steer this chip and, and make, make sure, you know, these guys kind of have that mindset as well. Well, and Pete and John had the vision here. They obviously hit in the draft. You know, Snyder and his staff did, and that, that's a big part of this. But they also, you know, did the difficult thing here, which was Russell Wilson wanted to move mm-hmm. on to someplace else. They were willing. They got a you know very large package of picks and players uh, to move on from them. And then rather than going out and trading for Baker Mayfield or doing something else drastic to the position, they got Drew Locke in the trade. They said we're going to let mm-hmm. him and and Geno uh, just kind of kind of duke it out oh, here. Mm-hmm. When when you when you now look at at Russ and again it's it's a new place it's a new system but you were around him for a long time what 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 do you think is is going on with him right now? You know it's it's his first time uh, in his ten his eleven year career where things aren't going uh, as well. Um, you know uh, whether it's, it's struggle for him uh, personally or as a team, and I think 
it's just a new place for him, right? And and now all the the talks of of you know the positivity and the, like it's getting it, now you really have to put that into play, right? As things get harder and things aren't going your way, you have to hype yourself up and make sure that you're not the reason why or how to get out of that situation. So right now, I think Russ is. I think, and I, I, I truly believe, genuinely, like that's who he is as far as for that mindset, and that's what's going to get him through this, 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 this uh, patch of bad weather, as you would call it. Um, I do think, you know, he will continue to play at a high level. Um, I do think it's being in, in a new environment, new situation, new coaches. The coaches have to learn what makes him great. Um, you know, sitting in the pocket all day long is definitely not his play, right? So, just both sides kind of figuring out each other and I think that's when they'll start to have success but um overall though I think I think Russ will definitely get through this and and get back to being his Hall of Fame quarterback that we know him as you know Sherman Marshawn had a conversation that kind of went viral a month or so ago about uh having to go through Russ's manager do you you have (laughs) Russ's phone number Cliff you know what? I was watching that. Yes, the one to answer your question. Yes, I do. and I actually, I actually text with him uh, quite often. And 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 I think those guys. Uh, part of it was joking. Um, I, I don't think there's ever been a time where Marshawn really couldn't get in contact with Russ. Like that was a quarterback. Come on, man. Um, you know, but you know, they 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 all kind of. You know, they all have their 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 situations and issues with, with Russ. But overall, though, Russ has been great to me. I still, like I said, I communicate with him pretty often. Um, you know, I'll shoot him text and like, hey, man, I know it's been rough, but, hey, stay stay in there or, you know, whatever whatever it may be. So, uh, overall, though, I think, I think Russ is going to be all right. Cliff, you were, you were a good player for a long time in the NFL. You had a lot of sacks. You played in Detroit where, you know, everything's a battle. You went to Seattle. <laughs> obviously won a, a ton of games there. When you, when you watch the NFL now, you haven't been out that long. You've been out like six years or so from mm-hmm. the league. But when you look at the, you know, the stats being down, the points are down, the scoring's down, offenses seem to be struggling. Is this is this offenses not being at the same level they were before or have defenses caught up? Well, you know, me being a defensive player, I would like to say defenses <laughs> have caught up, right? Uh, but but I think it's a combination of different things. I mean, the game is different in general. Um, the game is different from when I stepped into the NFL in 08 to 2013 to 2018 when I retired. And, um, you know, I, I think the practice style, although people, you know, and, and I'm all for safety. I'm all for, um, you know, player safety and, and wanting guys to, to make sure that they're, they're fine when they leave the game. In the same breath, um, you know, football is one, is one of the few sports that the only way you get better at it is by doing it. You know, basketball, you know, you, you, you got to dribble, you know, you can get your shots up by yourself. But football, if you're not leaning up against the person every single play like you're going to do, it's kind of hard to simulate that anywhere else but on the football field. So I think, you know, the, the practices, um, you know, the, 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 the preseason plays a role too. Preseason is where I became a player. Right. That's what because when the job's on the line, that's where you become a player. Right. That's where you 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 develop because uh, you're going to actually get game reps. And I think that's the only way you can become good at football. So I failed to say all of those things, I think, play a role in why the numbers may be down on offense. Uh, you know, I think, you know, collectively the play has kind of I don't, I don't want to say dropped off because these guys are elite athletes. But the play is definitely not what what we've what we've seen in the past. And I do think as Guys kind of catch their rhythm on on the system and everything else. You know, the play will come back up. But I think all those things play a role in in why uh, things kind of, I guess, gotten a little stagnant a little bit. 
So have you made your uh, your plans in Arizona for to watch the Seahawks in the Super Bowl yet, or are you still giving that a little bit more time? <laughs> I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them a little bit more time. Give them a little bit more time. But uh, the last time we was in AD uh, wasn't wasn't a great outcome. So uh, you know, I, I just I hope they get there and I hope they're able to pull it off. But I'm gonna give them. I'm gonna give them about about three or four more weeks. Then, <laughs> then we'll we'll start making plans from there. <laughs> Well, dude, you face you face Tom Brady, right? In the Super yeah. Bowl, even uh, when he was playing with the Patriots, this is a, this is a pretty big game over there in Munich this weekend. Huge game, huge, huge game. Um, you know, the the old head and Tom Brady still 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 chugging along. You know, every time I see him, I, I got to laugh because he came into the league before me. I played ten years, and this man, I've been out five, and he's still playing. You know what I mean? Like it's it's it's, it's crazy. Um, but to see him continue to keep playing, uh, you know, playing at a high level. Um, that that last drive last week was amazing, impressive. Um, but you know, I'm I'm excited to see what the Seahawks can do about him. That, that young, hungry defense, I think, can can make Tom uh, uneasy back in the pocket, make him throw some some balls their way. Cliff, great catching up with you, man. Good luck with everything you got going in Seattle. Hope we can uh, catch up again soon. No, I appreciate you having me. Great catching up. That is Cliff Averill, the former Seahawk, former Lions, Super Bowl champion, here on the Rich Eisen Show. We have had an absolutely packed Friday show here on the Rich Eisen Show. A lot of injury updates we're still going to get to. We got another guest coming up right after this, Titans quarterback Christian Fulton. Nice. They got the Broncos coming up this week, and Russell Wilson. Talk to him about all that coming up right after this on the Rich Eisen Show. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time download the game time app create an account and use my code rich for $20 off your first purchase terms apply visit gametime.co for restrictions again create an account redeem my code r-i-c-h for $20 off your first purchase download game time today last minute tickets lowest price guaranteed Let's talk sleep number, people, because quality sleep is so essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is dissolved for your ever-evolving sleep needs. And the same thing for your partner. So you can choose what's right for each of you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Quiets your snores or your partner's? Sleep Number does that. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's is 70. Ten numbers apart, but it truly is the world of difference. The sleep number sleep that you get is unbelievable. You will love it. J.D. Power ranks sleep number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now you could save 50%. That's 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. 
Tom Pellicero back on the Rich Eisen Show. So many updates to get to from around the NFL, including some injuries. But right now, join us on the Mercedes-Benz Vans phone line. Guy who's in his third year out of LSU. He's been killing it for the Titans. Cornerback Christian Fulton is with us. Christian, thanks for taking some time, man. Broncos up this week. How's the vibe around that place? Uh, you know, the vibes are good, you know. Uh, come, but still, you know, coming out of a tough loss, that's always tough. But, you know, guys are, you know, just trying to get as healthy, you know, as they can and, you know, just ready to go, you know, get this taste out of our mouth. What positives, if any, did you take away from that game last week, going going toe-to-toe with a really good team at a time that, you know, quite frankly, you guys are dealing with a lot in terms of injuries and, and guys who are out? Right. Um, you know, a positive, you know, is that we see that, you know, no matter who we got out there, you know, we're always going to fight and we're always going to give ourselves a chance, you know, to win the game. Uh, I think that's the biggest thing we got out of that. You know, we were missing a lot of starters. Some guys went down mid-game. So um, guys continue to fight. And um, we know that um, as long as we eliminate some of our mistakes, you know, that we gave ourselves, uh, we probably win that game. So um, that's the key takeaway from that game. And like you said, it's one of the top teams in the league, so that was a uh, positive. I'm always fascinated by how head coaches' personalities can rub off on their team. And when I watch you guys play at a time that you know you're down your quarterback and you're one of your receivers, and you're nicked up on defense, you got all these challenges, and somehow you guys still go play and turn it into a Mike Vrabel type of game. It's grimy, it's physical, it's not going to be you know a shootout type of game how does how does Vrabel do that and kind of just instill that that mentality in you guys that hey you know no matter who we're going up against we're going to find a way to play this brand of football yeah um I mean I think he just you know he kind of knows what kind of players he wants you know guys you know that that are the same way you know personally and guys who um who want to buy into our culture you know that's the culture around here you know we're going to be the more physical team we're going to be tough and um, we know that doesn't only that doesn't win games, but we know if we do that, we give us give ourselves a chance, especially with the league we're in today. You know, when everybody wants you know throw the ball around, you know nobody wants to get hit really. So uh, we know if we uh, we hit other people and uh, we are more physical, you know we give ourselves a better chance. And uh, we're used to that, you know we uh, can't we bang it out bang it out against each other. So uh, we kind of are, are ready for you know heading into the season. So this the injury report just came out. No Jeff Simmons, no Amani Hooker, no Bud Dupree, no Zach Cunningham. G- give me the state of the the defense at this point and how you guys are going to put this thing together to face the Broncos. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, we kind of been banged up all year. You know, guys have been in and out for some of those guys that you just named. So um, we we know guys will step up, you know, and accept the challenge, step uh, and uh, take advantage of their opportunity. So um, it's some, you know, it's tough not having those guys. Obviously, most of those guys are game changers, you know, for us. But um, I feel like, you know, as long as we're all on the same page, we communicate, uh, we give ourselves a chance. You know, everybody's going to play full tilt for us. And like I said, uh, the culture around here is to be physical and to know what to do. So um, that's that's the plan, and we know guys will step up and take on that role. Well, you popped up on the injury report too. You did not participate yesterday. Are you, are you good on that hamstring? We going to see you out there on Sunday. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm gonna be good. Um, was, you know, just you know, it was just a long game, bit long mm-hmm. game last week. You know, so um, like I said, guys are just trying, you know, get their body right and uh, ready to go for Sunday. But um, yeah, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be good to go for Sunday. 
I mean, you, you've had a heck of a year just looking at all the stats and the analytics. Uh, what, what, you know, th- your third year in the league, you're probably seeing these quarterbacks for a second or third time at this point. Like, what, what's allowed you, do you feel, if you have taken a jump to, to take that jump? Mm-hmm. Um, just uh, knowing what's coming to me, you know, I feel like I've put a lot of time in uh, watching film, you know, and I feel like that's a, a big difference, you know. Um, once you get the experience out there, you know, you play it a year or two, you know, get that under your belt, it kind of slows down for you. And you just have to find those little things like watching film, you know, that can slow down even more. So um, I feel like that's how I've taken the next step. Um, and um, obviously taking more care of my body, you know, to make sure I am on the field. Um, last year, you know, I had a, um, I think I missed like four games. So I've been trying to take care of my body better, you know. That's how I've been able to, you know, take that next step, you know, and uh, make those plays. What what kind of stuff do you do to take care of the body? Is it diet? Is it is it massages? Like what, yeah. what is it you're you're doing differently? Yeah, 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 just uh, the diet, you know, I, that's a big thing. Eating better, um, getting more treatment outside the facility because obviously, you know, you got to get treatment while you're here. You might as well. So uh, just finding ways I could treat my body better, you know, in the off season. Um, those are the main things for me. Um, and still, you know, just talking to the vets, you know, and finding things that they do to help them. So those, but the, uh, eating better and um, getting, like, treatment outside of the facility, those are the two things I would say for sure. What was the hardest thing to cut out of your diet? Ah, man. Ribs, man. The ribs. Ribs. Uh, <laughs> I love ribs, man. I try to uh, lead a pork alone as much as I can. Um, but, uh, you know, just eat more fish, you know, things like that. Um, that's kind of been uh change for me. You can find ribs easily in Nashville. I don't know how much good fish you got in Nashville, but ribs, yeah, yeah. that's that's <laughs> the easy one. Like almost every corner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It's barbecue. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Christian Fulton, Titans cornerback, is our guest. So you're, you're watching the Broncos on tape uh, throughout the course of this week. Uh, you Obviously, they got Jerry Judy, they got Cortland Sutton, and they got a quarterback in Russell Wilson who we've talked about a lot. Uh, on TV for a lot of different reasons through the course of the season. What what do you see when you watch Russ and when you watch that that offense operate right now? Uh, it looks like they're you know getting things together. You know, uh, obviously you know we know they had a slow start you know at the beginning of the year, but um, I feel like you know when they got to London you know they kind of he kind of found his receivers. You know, some guys got open even more. Um, got, like you said, they have talented receivers, so we know those guys. Uh, can make any plays, and we know the history of Russ. Russ can make any throw. So um, that's that's the main thing that stands out. You know, guys are getting open, and he's making the throws that he usually makes. So uh, we expect them, you know, to come in um, ready to swing, and uh, we're expecting a fight because they're coming off a, a huge win in London, and then they had the bye week, so they're arrested. So, um, you know, we expect their best shot. Uh, we expect them him to get the ball in their hands uh, quick uh, and take shots with, uh, with his guys. You know, and then I know their uh, running back got hurt, so we know they're going to try to, uh, you know, uh, get to get the ball to the receivers, you know, as much as they can. I want to address a tweet. Uh, I think it was the last one you had. It was over the last weekend, and it's uh, top five us for real. I'm I'm taking a wild guess. This is about your Tigers, who came in number seven. They're at yeah. seven right now in the college football playoff rankings. How do you feel about that? Uh, I feel great. You know, um, I feel like they finally uh, found their um, their kick, you know, what they uh, can do to win. You know, I feel like the defense is playing pretty good. Uh, the offense is playing a lot better, you know, from when they started the season. 
And, um, I mean, it's good to see, you know, special teams has been better these last few games. I feel like that kind of killed us, you know, in some of our losses. So, um, Coach Kelly, you know, he's doing a great job now, you know, and uh, they're on their way, you know, as long as they went out, you know, they're on their way to some big things. So last thing for you here, Christian, appreciate the time. Uh, again, big game for you guys against the Broncos at a time that you're banged up. What in your mind is the biggest key to uh, to being able to get a win against Denver? Uh, we just got to uh, do what we can to affect Russ. You know, like I said, he's a guy that can uh, make all the throws. Uh, he's smart. He knows what he um what he's seeing most of the time. Uh, we know he's going to run. You know, when he can, he's going to scramble and try to uh, extend plays. So we just got to uh, affect him as much as we can, you know. And uh, I feel like if we affect him, you know, our D-line, you know, stop the run, we'll be able to, um, you know, slow them down as much as we we should. We feel like we can. And That's no ribs. Just so stay away yeah. from the barbecue <laughs> for the next couple of days. I know it's tempting. I think you got this, Christian. We appreciate the time, man. Thanks a lot for coming on. Best of luck. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all having me. Thank you. That is Titans cornerback Christian Fulton. It is unbelievable when you just list off the injuries that the Titans have. I mean, it's it's almost all their best players. Christian mm-hmm. Fulton's another one of them, but Jeff Simmons is a, a game record type. Zach Cunningham's kind of had this second life to his career since he got there. Imani Hooker, they just extended him. Now he's out uh, as well. They're, but you saw it last week against the Chiefs. They find ways to dictate what the game is going to be. You're going to have to beat us playing Titans brand of football. Really, the only game where that didn't happen this year was the one against Buffalo, where the Bills turned it into a track meet, and that's a hard thing to do. Uh, It'll be interesting to see now. Denver coming off their bye. How much, if anything, is different? We'd guess Russell Wilson will be wearing a wristband again. Certainly sounds like Nathaniel Hackett is saying that. They're maybe gathering a little rhythm. They've got totally different running backs than they had at the start of the season here. We'll see if they use Chase Edmonds, who they just acquired in that trade. Uh, and obviously, who gets the opportunities without uh, Bradley Chubb out there? You'd expect more Nick Benito would be uh, part of the plan, assuming that he's uh, healthy and good to go. Speaking of injuries, uh, we talked earlier about the Josh Allen sighting. Not at the beginning of practice. But hour by hour, at the end of practice, Josh Allen made an appearance. I believe we have video of Josh Allen. Here he is. I don't see any visible anything on the elbow. And there he goes. He runs. With his, yeah, his he's a tape. runner. He's a track there star. There is some tape on the back, but it's not a brace. Okay, let's just keep running it here. Brockman, what do you see? Tell me about it. I see he's wearing a red, he's wearing the red jersey. No pads. He picks up some gloves. And he sprints off. Good form. High form that Michael Johnson back in the day, gold medal, gold shoes, TJ, mm-hmm. uh, 96 really Olympics. That, yeah. He looks really good. Pinching that walnut behind there. He's got good form. <laughs> really good form. Tight cut. Does he still have the Movember mustache? It looks like he looks does. Like also, I can't tell. I mean, it looks like he might have one of those 70s style ace bandages. It's kind of skin tone. Yeah, there's something on there. Uh, yes, it's hard you're right. You're right. It's hard there to really tell. Though. The tweet he could said have a no farmer's bra- tan, yeah, Tom. I don't know. no brace there, but there is something. TJ, I think you're right. He picked it up at Rite Aid in Buffalo. Yeah. Downtown, and it's like a ace bandage that you keep with the, the sa- little safe, the still safety pin, six you, you to know? eight inches long. <laughs> like I, I just want to know. There, all right, there's the still. Yeah, it, looks like, yeah, ah, yes. it is there. there Eagle Eye Jefferson. There. Nice work. Do you think that they try like they had to match up like they compared it like when you you, skin you compare the colors like on the wall you know and you've got different <laughs> ones like what what's gonna be the closest to his skin tone here? Let's match the paint. Make everybody yeah. study it. Well, uh, I really want to know, TJ. Where, where was he going? Oh, you know where he's going. See, end of practice. No, but he he jumps up. Well, look, he shot out of a cannon. He was obviously nervous, and when you get nervous, your mouth gets dry. So when Uh your mouth gets dry, you hydrate. You tend to overhydrate. Now, the way that man was running, it was clear. 
Well, you had to water and fertilize something. That's yeah. why you had to. We want to go back to that skill, though. Josh <laughs> Allen is a giant compared to Case Keenum. Case well, Keenum is. Case Keenum's like my height. Well, he's you're not six, a little he's, dude, bro. He's six not foot tall. nothing. Oh, man. 100 and nothing. Yeah, he's. Case Keenum. I mean, Barely that's, comes up to his shoulder. Yeah, there's definitely a wrap there. I mean, Josh, is a, Josh has got to be 6'5", right? 6'4"? Yeah. He's 6'5". Somewhere around there. And then yeah. and Case is six foot flat. Case, Case Keenum has a lot of things going for Listed him. He's got guts. He's got moxie. <laughs> he's got toughness. He's smart. Height, is uh, height, not so much, which is how you can be as prolific as he was in college and then not get drafted and spend your career. He's on like his seventh team, I think. I was just going to say. Is he Top st- my head. Test me on this. Texans. Know that one. Uh, He's still the all-time waiting passer in NCAA history. He was on the Rams, I believe, in both places, both L.A. and St. Louis. I know that. He was on the Vikings. He was on the Broncos. He was on the Browns. Yep. Now the Bills. Am I missing one or is that everyone? He was on the football team between Denver Ah, and Cleveland. When when was he there? Uh, 2019. He started eight games. He started eight games for the Commanders? For or whatever they think, were called at that I think time, they were, I think they were still the, in 2019. They might have still been the Redskins. I I somehow have blocked that out completely Went from my one brain. One in seven, so he probably blocked it out as well. Well, you know why? Because it was 2019, <laughs> and anything that happened in 2019 quickly got forgotten once 2020. The before times, yeah. So it's, it's, it's understandable if you don't remember. He's only that. started two games in the last three years. Went yeah, we two and seen for, him. Went two and zero for Cleveland in 21, and he got traded. Uh, in the same sequence where the Browns, they'd obviously acquired Deshaun Watson. Then they were signing Jacoby Brissett and worked out a trade that had to stay quiet for several days. I ended up breaking that on like a random Saturday afternoon that the Browns had traded Case Keenum to the Bills, which seems like a thing. Pretty what, big name. What, what were you doing that Saturday afternoon? That's a great question. That one was not, no offense to Case Kim, that was not a big enough break that I remember the specifically <laughs> what I was doing. I'm pretty sure I was in my office like I always am uh, at home in the basement waiting to go on home cam and talk about whatever uh, exactly was going on. Also, another injury update, Matthew Stafford, yeah. questionable, mm-hmm. according to Sean McVay. Questionable means something different in the concussion protocol. Like, that's a very specific thing. So he's not yet been cleared. He's doing some level of activity. This means he has a chance to get back for Sunday, but everything would have to get, every box would have to get checked, and then he's going to be cleared, uh, you would think, prior to you know Sunday morning. I can't remember the exact timeline on it, but really the next 24 hours are going to be crucial for Matt Stafford. If not, it is going to be uh, his backup, John Wolford, getting a start against quite possibly uh, Colt McCoy, Colt McCoy yeah. from the Cardinals. So... That's your state of the NFL at this moment. Uh, we got some more to get to here. Some additional injury updates. Also, Rich Eisen is going to join the show, we think. What time is it in Germany? Did we determine this? It's nine hours ahead, so it's almost 8.40. Okay, so he's probably going to be at another Dining Dash dinner with Michael Irvin. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully not. He was drinking wine when we talked to him the other day. We'll By see, the way, we'll Irv see kind of put a video in. on his story that night of him uh, Rich sharing his schnitzel with him. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was pretty amazing. Right. And I was like, this is minutes before Mike said, I'm out. <laughs> We've also got some sneaky good games. Yeah, buddy. We're on to get fire. To we're on fire, Tom. Before this show is up. It so is let's take a quick break here. Rich himself can review the job I'm doing and talk about a lot more important stuff from Germany after this. It's that time of year, people. Spring has sprung. And that means spring cleaning, or at least 
The partner in your life is demanding that you do it. Whether that means stocking up on cleaning supplies or swapping out your winter clothes for new spring clothes, make sure you're using Ibotta and get real cash back with every purchase. Ibotta is a free app that gives you the most cash back every time you shop on hundreds of items from groceries to beauty supplies to toys. The average Ibotta user earns $256 per year. That could cover the cost of an entire shopping trip, that flight you've been eyeing, or the fancy dinner you've been craving. Join the over 50 million users and earn cash back every time you shop from over 2,700 brands and retailers. And right now, Ibotta is offering our listeners $5 for just trying Ibotta by using the code Eisen when you register. Just go to the App Store or Google Play Store and download the free Ibotta app to start earning cash back and use my code E-I-S-E-N. That's I-B-O-T-T-A in the Google Play or App Store and use my code Eisen. Let's talk O'Reilly Auto Parts, people, or as you might know from their jingle, O-O-O, O'Reilly Auto Parts. They're in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offers friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs because you know when you need your car fixed, you need somebody who knows what they're talking about and is helpful, has a smile on their face, and gets you back on the road. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you just... Find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service? They'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you will find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts knowledgeable, helpful, and the best of all, friendly. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit us at O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash eisen. Tom Pellicero in for Rich Eisen, my final segment after a fun few days. And what better way to celebrate uh, this glorious run and a drink? One I've enjoyed greatly than to have Rich himself. Well, a drink would be good too. Rich himself, (laughs) who maybe has had a drink uh, from Munich, Germany right now. Rich, uh, I believe you saw the Buccaneers today. Where are we we speaking to you from? I did. I did. I did. The Bucs were working out at. at the Academy for Bayern Munich. It's uh, unbelievable. It's a sprawling complex that's just for, it's like an IMG Academy, but just for Bayern Munich. It's kids uh, who, you know, are as young as, I guess, from what I was told, eight years old who train there. And, you know, and if it all works out, they wind up playing for the big boy club, which is where Seattle's working out um, this week. I mean, it was wild. There, you know, Bucks came in today and went straight to the practice field, and um, and then some of them are going out to dinner and enjoying the sights down down before hitting a curfew and then starting all over again. And we got a game in two days. People are lit. People are fired up here. Rich, nobody cares. Really. Did you hug Tom Brady for me? <laughs> I did not. I did not hug Come him. On, I man. hugged him for myself. So back off. Jeez. Back off. You got secondhand hug. Oh, we're friends. You know? I, I'm back just off. I'm just but happy, Rich. Great, that I'm, I'm happy you found you time great. to uh, to go see the Buccaneers amidst all the food photos uh, that we've been watching <laughs> from you in your Instagram story um, for days now. Some more, some more to come. So I mean, they don't uh, have to. Too bad. <laughs> I will say when you hung up the the ice cream uh, uh, spaghetti, it looked really kidding. good. Looked really good. Dude, I wasn't kidding. 
I wasn't kidding. It looked really good. It was like, wow. It looks amazing. Yeah, I know. Like, it was real ice cream that made it look like it was pasta. And they poured red sauce. It was strawberry sauce with strawberries. And then they they shaved what looked like cheese on top. But it really was, you know, chocolate. It was white chocolate. Wow. Wow. And then last night we went to the Hofbrau house. And both Mariucci and... uh, uh, Joe Thomas showed up in Lederhosen in shorts. Um, <laughs> Peter King, who I saw earlier in the day, said, let's have a beer. I'm like, you come by. He came by. You've never lived life until you watch Peter King buy a pretzel. Uh, <laughs> that happened last night. Um, you know, so it was wild. Um, it was just a wild evening last night. It's just surprising. Everyone's just tapping out and having room service tonight. The whole network is wiped out from last night. <laughs> Everybody. Really good, man. That is, that's, every carb is right in that photo that we're looking at right now. <laughs> a pretzel <laughs> and a bunch of beers here, Rich. Also, uh, I noticed on your way out of the Hofbrau house, uh, you got yes. you got duped yesterday. <laughs> uh, a fake I woge. You know, I don't drink, dude, I never drink beer like ever. And I had two monster steins and <laughs> wow. I went on Twitter. Rich, I tried I to warn you. I tried to warn you about that. Last thing I if said I'd to you. Only gone to, if I'd only gone to Hofbrau House tonight, um, you know, the blue check marks being given away to anybody with $8, that program's already over. So <laughs> that actually happened in the last two hours. I don't know if you're aware of that. Oh, no. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, I wouldn't have been duped. But no, I did. <laughs> you know, We're I looking did. at your, your follow-up tweet. So the initial tweet from a fake Woj account was <laughs> the Brooklyn Nets. It was a good fake. I will say that in terms of the language of the Brooklyn Nets are releasing Kyrie Irving, you re, uh-huh. you quote tweeted with "Wow." That stayed That's there right. for I want to say thirty, forty minutes or so, and then the follow up that we're looking at here is the new Twitter sucks. Should know better to tweet leaving the Hofbrau House in Munich. <laughs> True story. At least I owned it. At least I owned it. I, 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 I do appreciate. And by the way, the person who informed me that I was duped was Jake Tapper texting me. Oh, nice. <laughs> wow. Like he's got nothing yeah. else going on. <laughs> I know. He's I just know. waiting for I some know. ballots to trickle in. That's all. And I was waiting for some ballots to come in. Like so who's? life is wild. <laughs> so life you, is wild. So you are calling uh, the Seahawks Bucks game Sunday morning, right. bright and early here, afternoon there, mm-hmm. on NFL yep. Network with the rest of the game day morning crew. It'll be Mooch and Irv, Kurt yourself uh what's in store for you the next i guess it's a less than 48 hours here uh in yeah, munich and what are you looking forward to see what are you looking forward to seeing in the game oh no well is, oh. that, is any time minutes are gone um for four-man oh. booth <laughs> until apparently somebody um forgot to tell um you know the folks who are putting everything together here that the assistant coaches need uh, a space so what they're doing is creating space from our 17 feet on either side for the coaches. So uh, I'll have the coaches of each team on either side. And apparently me, Mooch, Kurt, and Irv will be shoulder to shoulder. We're going to wow. try that one out tomorrow. Um, so we're going to the stadium to just try it on for a meeting. Uh, and then the game Sunday. And um, like I said, uh, I mean, I just – Met a family from Angola that are big Buccaneer fans. This is as close as the team is ever going to get to Angola, so they flew in for this. Uh, Mooch got stopped on the street by a German-speaking person who rooted for the Falcons. Uh, Years ago, they found a YouTube video um, on the Falcons and saw that they didn't win a lot, so they wanted to join a team that they could never be accused of bandwagon hopping. Uh, We've met that person. (laughs) <laughs> um, honestly, it's it's crazy, and um, and 
I, I have a feeling this is the first of many, many games in Germany. It's going to be great. I'm fired up. And, and both teams are here. And, uh, you know, I met with the Seahawks um, yesterday, and they were like kids. They were like 10-year-olds from their coach to everyone else. They had, like, big boom in music. They were partying, having a good time while, you know, doing their uh, – had their practice. Um, uh, Pete Carroll had uh, – saw Irv and Kurt on the side, and he had them impromptu break the team down. I think the Seahawks tweeted that video out. Um, they went, they, then they went bowling to celebrate Drew Locke's birthday. Hmm. Um, and the Bucks are a little bit more buttoned up. Um, and, um, but they're, you know, they think the last 44 seconds of their game against the Rams could turn their season. So they're coming and feeling good about themselves for the first time in a while. I believe Rich, before we let you go, we do have one other photo of you oh, okay. from Munich that we wanted to bring <laughs> up. Wow, we're looking at now. This might be a Photoshop, but it appears to be you prancing in a field wearing uh, lederhosen, but your normal yeah, dress shirt, which I, I think is yeah, a nice look. That's not happening. I don't know where, where that's from. That's oh. probably another fake Woj account. Sound of eyes. The You're hills are alive. Gordon, outtake Gordon, for sound of music for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I, Definitely not it. Smith special. Not what I did today. I'm just going to uh, text you that picture oh, right it, now, Rich. Smith special. I'd like to see that it's then. Smith Very special. good. I, I, I just texted it to you. Excellent. Thank you so much. Very good. But, uh, Beautiful. I miss legs. you guys. Hey, Tom. Thanks for doing the show. I've heard nothing but great things. Tremendous feedback. Thank you. Hope you've enjoyed it. And um, hopefully, first of many times, you'll you're up for doing it. It's been an unbelievable so, experience, man. So I, I really, really appreciate the uh, the opportunity. Stay, uh, stay safe. Have uh, have whatever fun you got left yeah, in you over there time, the next man. couple of okay. days. Uh, guten Abend. Yeah, guten Abend guten to you. Remember, Rich, it's Tom oh, Brady way, and learned... Geno Smith. Tom Brady, <laughs> Geno Smith. Okay. Uma Oprah. It? Oprah Uma. Gotcha. We got you back. What about it? Oh, I got it. Oh, for their names. Right. That's great. Right. That's really cute. <laughs> Gino Smith and Tom Brady. No, no. Brady and uh, Smith. Brady and Smith. For me got to it. Not juxtaposed. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Got it. Yes. Oprah, Oprah. Oprah. The best thing is I'm finally going to get that taste out of my mouth, man. It's only been sitting there in my craw for three years, so that's going to be done as of Sunday. So have, enjoy, guys. Have, have, fun, have fun. Thank you. That is. Okay, bye. Rich Eisen, who will be back on the show Tuesday. Is that Tuesday, right? Yeah. Tuesday. Kirk, Kirk Morrison. Kirk Morrison, uh, my buddy. Yeah, filling in on my Monday. Guy. Filling in on Monday. Brockman, you want to tell Tom about what that comment to Rich was? Because I'm not, in case he doesn't. Oh, know. last time Rich did a game, it was uh, Jameis Winston and Deshaun Watson, and he kept calling Watson, Winston, and Winston Watson. Oh, I remember. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's hard to forget. <laughs> I'm sure he hasn't. Yeah. Well, definitely not now. He now. Hasn't. Uh, we got some sneaky good games. We Let's do it real here. quick, real quick. Let's sneaky good games. Here's Chris Brockman with sneaky good games. Contests likely to surprise you with their heretofore undisclosed competitive value. You know we had Brokaw on the payroll, did you? Tom? Yeah, you didn't know that, Tom. That's the kind of juice that we have. <laughs> Very nice. uh, I'm not sure you condone this type of behavior, Tom, but we encourage <laughs> it. I am on fire, people. Three zero and one last week. That's 10 0 and 1. No, 10 1 and 1 in the last you know I three count. weeks. Oh my God, oh, I'm on fire. Hey, uh, <laughs> Rich just reinforced my Bucks pick right now. That's all business for the Bucks over there in Germany. No way, Tom Brady. Tom Brady's on fire, people. The 44 seconds, you saw it. Give me the Bucks over the Seahawks. 
Uh, they turned into a pumpkin just a little bit. A lot of scoring in Chicago. No defense in that game. Over 48 and a half. I like the Dolphins to keep rolling at home against the Browns. And TJ, I love the Cowboys this week. I also love the under. Green Bay stinks. Dallas defense coming off a bye. It's going to be cold. Under 44 in Let's Green go. Bay. Let's go. The under is Green Bay's only chance. They have to turn into a slog of a game. Can't see them putting up 30 plus no. and win it a shootout there. I'm surprised by your over on the, what was the Lions over Lions under? Chicago. Over 48 and a half. I, I don't know if, I'd, if I'm betting on that. The Bears scored 32 last week. I'm, I'm aware. It just has the feel of a game that's not going to be a total and complete track meet here. Could be wrong. DeAndre Swift is is mad that he hasn't been getting enough uh, enough work Man, and needs more touches. Wants to get some more touches. He, Justin I mean, Fields has a shoulder and an ankle and Justin Fields on the leash. Tom he ha- he has legitimately looked like a different quarterback since the bye. Yeah. And Luke Getz, he's done a really good job just incorporating more of the stuff that that he does best. Um, and, and the Bears team that you know, much like the Panthers we talked about earlier with Steve Wilkes. I mean, the Bears are fighting. Everything is saying no bother. Pack it in. But, like, they are they are playing hard. You can see glimpses of it at the quarterbacks. why they went out and traded for Chase Claypool just to give Fields a chance here. Defensively, they trade away maybe their two best players, but they're still right. playing hard at this point. I mean, that's got to be a psychological nightmare for players just in terms of, like, yeah, no, we're giving away, but we're still going to we're still gonna play hard. And right. Those coaches have done a pretty good job uh, to this point. But a fun show. Hey, but a fun job, few days Tom. here. Great job. Appreciate you coming in, man. Great hanging with you, man. No, thanks for you guys for having me. Thanks for showing up. Other than Del Tufo disappeared after a couple of days. Well, it's, he does that to Rich, too. Yeah, don't don't take a, it personally. That's a good point. So thanks to Christian Fulton for coming on. Thanks to Jim Mahoney, uh, my guy. Go see Bar Fight in yeah, theaters no and online uh, right now. Thank you to uh, Willie Fritz for coming on the show as well. Cliff Averill. Rich back on Tuesday. Kirk Morrison in on Monday on the Rich Eisen Show.